This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. No matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your baby's mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Get your baby butt in the best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Tonight, the breaking news. Missiles land in Poland, crossing into NATO territory and killing two civilians. The emergency meetings and the latest from the Pentagon. As Russia fires its biggest barrage yet at major Ukrainian cities, the explosion near the border in Poland has the world wondering what happens now. We're in Ukraine and at the Pentagon with the new details just coming in. Trump's big night. Tonight at Mar-a-Lago, ready to announce his third bid for the White House. But is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis the new leader of the Republican Party? What he's saying tonight about the midterms. It was a hugely underwhelming, disappointing performance. America's nursing shortage, a growing crisis in our health care system. Why are so many nurses leaving? We go inside a hospital to find out. Taylor Swift fans crash Ticketmaster. Tonight, the backlash. The problem, me. And CBS's David Begno with the dad's undying devotion to his daughters. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. Tonight, what could be a major escalation in Russia's war in Ukraine after two missiles crossed over the border into Poland, a NATO country, killing two people. Ukraine's President Zelensky says the world must act. The Biden administration says it's working with the Polish government to gather information and can't confirm details. The head of NATO just called an emergency meeting for tomorrow morning. 
Article 5 of the alliance states that any attack on one member is an attack on all of its members. The only time Article 5 has been invoked was in response to the September 11th attacks on the United States. And there's this news tonight. President Biden officially asking Congress for $37 billion in emergency aid for Ukraine. All this comes as Russia unleashed more than 90 airstrikes, primarily at Ukraine's energy facilities, causing widespread blackouts. CBS's Chris Livesay will start us off tonight from inside Ukraine. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. Poland has put its military on heightened readiness. It's a scenario we've always feared since the start of the war. What would happen if a nearby NATO ally were struck, either by accident or otherwise? We're about to find out. Tonight, in one of Russia's biggest missile strikes since the start of the war, two rockets landed outside Ukraine and in neighboring Poland, a NATO member, killing two civilians. It is unclear whether they were Russian rockets or Ukrainian air defense missiles. The blast occurred roughly seven miles from the Ukraine border at a grain silo in the town of Preshevodov. The Polish government held an emergency meeting, as did other nearby NATO countries, amid concerns about whether this could be considered an attack, triggering Article 5 of the NATO Charter. To fire missiles at NATO territory, this is a Russian missile attack on collective security, said Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. In Ukraine, Russia fired more than 90 missiles around the country, most intercepted, others hitting residential buildings and plunging 10 million households into darkness after the electrical grid was targeted, Ukraine says. All of it believed to be an act of retaliation. Four days ago, Moscow retreated from the critical city of Kherson. It's a double-edged sword, as one Ukrainian mayor tells me. Because it seems like every time there's a Ukrainian military victory, there's a retaliation against Ukrainian civilians. Sure, they uh, act like, you know, um, injured dog. So they try to bite everyone after they get hit. Russia has issued a statement denying it fired missiles near the Ukraine-Poland border and called it, quote, a deliberate provocation in order to escalate the situation. Nora. Chris Livesay, thank you. Well, as more details on the missile strike are still coming in, the big questions tonight, what does this mean for NATO and the United States? CBS's David Martin reports from the Pentagon. As U.S. officials scrambled to determine what caused the damage in Poland, President Biden, still in Asia for the G20 summit, spoke with Poland's president about how to respond to the spillover of Russia's war in Ukraine. In the past, the president has issued unequivocal warnings to Russia's Putin. America is fully prepared with our NATO allies to defend every single inch of NATO territory. Every single inch. So, Mr. Putin, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Every inch. That would require invoking Article 5 of the NATO treaty in which an attack on one is an attack on all. But a tweet by the Polish government mentioned only Article 4. Which is to consult among those allies when there is a belief 
that the sovereignty of a NATO country has been transgressed and to, and to figure out what the hell happened uh, and what the alliance should do in response. On a day which saw one of the heaviest barrages of the war, it is possible a Russian missile strayed into Polish territory or that Ukraine tried to shoot down a Russian missile and debris landed in Poland. Former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster knows who to blame. We have to recognize that whatever the cause of this is, that the main cause of this is Russia's unprovoked assault on Ukraine. The Polish Foreign Ministry has just released a statement saying the missile that landed in Poland was produced by Russia, but that does not identify who fired it since Ukraine also uses Russian-made weapons. Nora? David Martin at the Pentagon, thank you. And we want to turn now to that horrific shooting at the University of Virginia campus. The mother of one of the UVA students severely injured in Sunday's shooting tells us her son is in critical but stable condition after two surgeries. His close friends died in the attack. In Brenda Holland's first interview since the shooting, she speaks to CBS's Katherine Herridge about her child's strength in the face of tragedy. It's the call that you never want to get. Brenda Holland's son, Mike, is a running back for the UVA football team. You hope and pray that you never get it, but when you do, your world stops. On Facebook, pictures of Brenda and her son a day before the shooting. What should people know about Mike? He was so kind-hearted. When he loves you, he loves you. He strives. He is a fighter. Shots were fired on Sunday night as this bus pulled into a campus garage at the end of a field trip. An eyewitness said the alleged shooter, a former UVA football player, 22-year-old Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., was on board. What I'm hearing is Mike made it off the bus, but went back to help his friends. He was shot in the back, exited through his stomach. Hollins told CBS News Mike was very close to the three players killed on Sunday, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. Holland said her son is using pen and paper to ask about his friends. He can't talk, but he has written Deshaun's name. He has written Devin's name. And then I believe it was an L. Does he know those players are dead? No. We can't. The suspect is being held in a Virginia jail. Holland said she's praying for him and his family. I'm working through forgiveness because we have to. We have to forgive. The suspect could be arraigned as early as tomorrow. He's facing second-degree murder charges. Police have not revealed a motive, but according to one eyewitness, there was some kind of altercation between the suspect and one of the victims before the gun was fired, Nora. Catherine Herridge with that very moving interview. Catherine, thank you. Well, there's new details tonight about another murder involving college students with some mysterious circumstances. Police say a killer or killers used a knife or other edged weapon to target four young adults inside a home near the University of Idaho. The bodies of the victims were discovered Sunday in an apartment complex in the town of Moscow. Investigators say it is an isolated, targeted incident, but they have not released further information. No suspects are in custody. Former President Donald Trump's comeback campaign is expected, expected to launch tonight when he announces his third run for the White House. But the question, what kind of support does he have from the Republican Party? CBS's Major Garrett is at Mar-a-Lago, where Trump's allies are gathering ahead of the primetime event. 
His brand wounded after the midterms, Donald Trump will announce a third bid for the presidency with dozens of Republican National Committee members in attendance, a show of party strength. Sources told CBS Trump personally asked daughter Ivanka and son-in-law Jared Kushner to appear on stage, but it is unclear if they will or what role, if any, the couple will play in the campaign. Trump's main target, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, is now seeking the spotlight and top GOP donors. He was asked today about Trump's recent attacks on him. I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. Ron DeSantis now gives a very clear alternative uh, for Republicans if they want to turn the page from Trump. Many Republicans blame Trump for backing candidates who embraced baseless election fraud claims. Carrie Lake is now the latest projected loser in her race for governor of Arizona. Today, Trump's former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, another potential rival, said Trump is trapped in the past. We need leaders that are looking forward, not staring in the rearview mirror, claiming victimhood. Another potential 2024 challenger, former Vice President Mike Pence, was asked if Trump should ever be president again. I think that's up to the American people. But I think we'll have better choices in the future. But Trump retains potent advantages, among them nearly $100 million in his political war chest and a national database with more than 50 million contacts. Trump's early entry in the race is also designed, if possible, to shield himself from a Department of Justice indictment over alleged mishandling of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. It's an act of uh, preservation. Sam Nunberg is a former Trump advisor. He wanted the clock to start ticking on daring the DOJ to indict him. Legal turmoil swirls around the former president, and with tonight's announcement, the Republican National Committee will no longer pay Trump's legal bills. That is a significant complication, but unless or until someone knocks him out, Trump remains the party leader and nomination frontrunner. Nora? Major Garrett, thank you. The holiday travel season is almost here, and AAA expects it to be one of the busiest in years, nearing pre-pandemic levels. But Americans will be paying more this year just to get to their Thanksgiving destinations. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Reagan National Airport. Be it by car, by train, or by plane, the Thanksgiving travel rush is about to take off like it's 2019. Mariah Pollard is heading to North Carolina. Our family's getting older and we don't have that many opportunities to all get together. AAA expects nearly 55 million to travel 50 miles or more this year, the third busiest Thanksgiving on record. Most will drive, but flying will climb nearly 8% over 2021. Trips by train, bus or cruise ship will jump 23%, but it will all cost more. With the desire for people to get back together with loved ones, they're going to do it no matter what the cost. Gas prices are up on average 34 cents a gallon over last year. Hotels up 6% and airfare has jumped 43%. As I was looking to travel to Florida, it was up at six, $700 a ticket. New Yorker Sharon Herrera is waiting to see her family until she finds a better deal. I am going to miss everybody, but hopefully I will see them in January when I come visit. Now, airports across the country are warning their parking lots are filling up, so you may need to reserve a space now. If you're driving, AAA expects the busiest days on the road to be Wednesday and, of course, the always jam-packed Sunday after Thanksgiving. Nora? Good information, Kristen Cleve. Thank you. 
An alarming surge of RSV and the flu has the American Academy of Pediatrics asking President Biden to declare a national emergency. And those illnesses plus COVID are putting the spotlight on an unprecedented nursing shortage. The U.S. needs more than 200,000 new registered nurses every year to meet demand. So he wanted to find out why America is headed towards a nursing crisis. Are you in any pain right now? Jimmy Alverson has been in and out of Children's National Hospital in D.C. for more than seven years battling brain cancer. The nurses here are like family. They always do uh, an amazing job of just making me feel better. Among them is Caitlin Hall. I absolutely love this job. I wouldn't do anything else. I feel like just coming in every day, helping these families, um, just really brightening their day has just been amazing. But with the pandemic, the last few years haven't been easy. Ever thought about quitting? <laughs> Every day. Not. Not seriously. Not seriously. Right. What do you think people don't appreciate about nurses? The idea that it's a lot more than nursing. Um, we end up doing engineering and plumbing and sanitary and <laughs> a lot of other things that were not necessarily in the job description. Do you think there's a lot of burnout? I do. I think people are really exhausted. We've been relying on a lot of overtime these last few years to really fill kind of the holes on the unit. Nationwide, about one in five full-time registered nursing jobs are unfilled. Between the toll of the pandemic, retirements, and an aging population in need of more care, the shortage is only getting worse. Linda Talley is chief nursing officer at Children's National. How's the morale among nursing staff? I think it waxes and wanes. Early on in the pandemic, we all kept saying to ourselves, like, when do we get back to normal? Now we realize normal is a thing of the past. What's not in the past? Nursing schools turning away tens of thousands of students because there isn't enough faculty to teach them. But one who is enrolled in nursing school, Jimmy's older sister. They are truly like the silent, unsung heroes. But we get to see that every day. Heroes is right. Nurses are the backbone of our health care system. So how can we get out of this shortage? Well, tomorrow we're going to look into solutions. The countdown is on for NASA's latest moon mission. That story when we return. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
Tonight, the countdown is on and NASA will try again to launch its new moon rocket. After several delays, the Artemis 1 mission is scheduled to blast off during a two-hour launch window that opens shortly after 1 a.m. Eastern Wednesday. A capsule with no astronauts on board is scheduled to take a 25-day trip around the moon before splashing down in the Pacific. Well, tonight, the FDA is warning of an increase in accidental child overdoses from prescription cough medicine. The FDA says that between 2010 and 2018, more than 4,600 got sick from the cough suppressant sold under the brand name Tessalon. At least six children died. The FDA says that these gel capsules can be mistaken for candy and they should be kept out of children's reach. All right, Ticketmaster became the anti-hero for Taylor Swift fans today after the site crashed due to high demand. We've got that story when we return. Fans of Taylor Swift crashed the Ticketmaster website today as pre-sale tickets to her first concert tour in five years went up for grabs. Fans complained about delays, outages, and other technical glitches, prompting Ticketmaster to post an update saying there's been historically unprecedented demand. Tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday. Beyonce made Grammy history today, tying her husband Jay-Z as the most nominated artist ever in the history of the award show. Beyonce led the pack with nine nominations today while Jay-Z picked up five. They've now earned, each earned I should say, a whopping 88 Grammy nods. Music's biggest night is Sunday, February 5th. You know where, right here on CBS and Paramount+. And we'll be right back with a father's love that knows no bounds. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Finally tonight, if there is any doubt about the strength of the bond between a father and daughter, CBS's David Begno shows us proof that a father's love is forever. Gregory Holmes was a veteran, a church deacon, and above all, a dad to three daughters. He had affectionate names for each of them. Nichelle was his little lady. Nia, he called baby doll. And Nicole, she was big stuff. Holmes taught them to work hard and be smart. And being smart meant buying their first home. Nichelle did just that. And the mail soon brought a letter from Daddy. Congratulations, little lady. You're now the queen of your castle. Congratulations on home ownership. I'm so proud of you. Love, Daddy. When Nia bought a home, she too got the letter, addressed to Baby Doll, and signed Daddy. Then it was Nicole's turn. 
Nicole closes on her home. Nicole didn't get a letter. You see, Gregory Holmes died last year in a motorcycle accident. It left a void in Nicole's home and in her heart. Until just a few weeks ago when her mom, Teresa, was going through some papers. And there it was. And I'm blown away. I'm crying. It was a letter to Nicole. Turns out daddy hadn't forgotten about her. You might say he's watching over her. As the deacon preached many times, love never dies. David Begno, CBS News, New York. Mm, what a beautiful story. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.